104.7's Ryan and Tanya. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. They're just like you, only much weirder. For a faulty joint replacement compensation claim, mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. If you waste loot, loot, Ryan is cheap, cheap. Get your story on the show. It'll annoy him for sure. You can say it on the radio. I nailed mean. that. Hard to listen to, isn't Ooh. it? But the message Ooh. is clear, 131060. Um, Ryan is the cheapest man alive. We would love you to call and tell him how you've wasted your money. Nothing annoys you more than people... Wa- it, like, actually, just hearing like me talk about it is grinding your gears, isn't it? It's so dumb. It's so dumb because people will complain they don't have enough for this and have enough for that and, like, oh, you know, like, and they just waste so much money on stuff they don't but want, need or use. is an ex-accountant and not everyone wants to spend their money the same way as you and not everyone goes, oh, this is my priority. Like, some people like to spend their money on... I won't, ha- I won't have people complaining that they can't afford things or prices are too high or petrol's up when they're just throwing it away elsewhere. Take responsibility for yourself. I have a friend who spent, like, so much money on Peter Alexander pyjamas. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much, but, like, it would be maybe in the realm of, yeah, $20,000 on pyjamas. That's too much. Idiot. Idiot. Speaking of idiots, Dylan. <laughs> oh, that's rude. Good morning, Dylan. Yeah, good. Uh, good morning, Tanya. How's it going? <laughs> oh, right. Oh, I see how it is. Yeah, Dylan. No, right. Well, All uh, right. Dylan, you tell Tanya. Actually, Tanya, can you tell Dylan no, uh, that he can that. tell his story whenever he's ready? Whenever you're ready, Dylan. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I've got, got a couple of things that I love to spend so much money on. Um, one is my car. Mm-hmm. So, some weeks I'll spend about three quarters of my paycheck on it. What sort of car do you have? Uh, to SS Commodore. Oh, mate, get a life. I mean, yeah, that is so much money. And cars depreciate. You know, you just, you may as well just burn the money and tip (laughs) the ashes into a drain. (laughs) He's not wrong. And, uh, the the, the other thing is, um, I've got about 100 pairs of sneakers. 100? How many feet do you have, uh, Dill? Just the two, mate, just like you. Well, I reckon you got about 98 too many shoes there, bro. Yeah, you only have, like, two pairs of shoes, Ryan. Yep. Don't need any more. But some runners. people like to have, like, nice, fun sneakers and joggers. That's, like, a cool thing to I'm, do. A I'm lot all of people for it. Like, I'm yeah. all for, like, a, a, a second pair. <laughs> but that's it. No more. Oh, that is... Oh, a hundred pairs. Because you, you could wear them three <laughs> times a year each. Yeah. And, and that's it. Yeah. Like, you don't even have... An, oh, it's that's nice. Uh, Steve in Dunlop, what do you got? What are you spending your money on? University. University. Uh, hey, you're still there, Steve. I think you've dropped out. Yeah, mate. Yeah, you're still there. What, you, you're spending money on university. Yeah, yeah, spending money on university is a massive waste. Well, what are you studying? Uh, I'm studying teaching. Um, it's not it's not the degree itself that's the waste. It's when I get unmotivated because I think certain subjects are useless and I fail them and have to redo them. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, and it, to, to repeat, it's so expensive. Well, I only I was, just paid, paid off my hex debt, by the way. Yeah, far out. At 31. Yeah, well, oh, it was six years ago. Um, <laughs> I was actually going to say university isn't a waste. So I'd say that's a good investment in your future. But when I see people failing subjects and, and not trying. Them. And read not only is it a waste of time because it'll cost you an extra semester and it's not the extra 10 grand it is to do the one subject, but think about all the money you would have earned in that extra oh, six months. Oh, true, Steve. When you would have been employed but you're not employed because you're finishing the subjects that you already failed and don't get me started when they do the whole oh well you can't do that subject until you pass this oh, subject yeah. and then someone's four-year degree becomes their whole 20s yeah is that what's happening t- with you steve oh hang on. he's is, gone is that what's happening with you steve I 
Yeah. He's um, failed too many times. Yeah. Oh, mate. See you later. All right, Beck, wrap this up for us, girl. What are you spending your money on? Ryan is about to lose it in here. Um, well, sorry, Ryan, but I once spent $300 to get my hair curled and I washed it that night. What? What? <laughs> First of all, if you want your hair curled, I'll do it for you for five bucks because 300 is not... Was the is it, was, it, was it for a formal or a deb or something? No, no, it was actually just to make myself feel good. That's okay. Self care is important. It's a pamper, yeah. But then I just needed to wash my hair, so I washed it about three hours later, and so I only th- went to Coles to get something, so it wasn't anything special. Oh God, I hope you took some Instagram photos, girl. Yeah, I took a few. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Tell, explain this pamper. Explain this pampering to me, because is it? Because I, if I, I kind of get if it's for once a year. Or once, for, you know, I'm graduating uni or it's the Deb or it's the ball or whatever. But to just go there, have to put up with hairdressers' crap because they never shut up those hairdressers and then they dye your hair, take all your money and then you go home and spend more money on hair care products that you just bought from Coles to wash it out again? Are you kidding? I walked past Coles and I saw a hairdresser. I'm like, oh, I might get my hair curled and $300 later. And, yeah, it just, it just sort of happened right. I'm sorry. Is that how much it costs to get your hair curled? I wouldn't think so. I think you've... Have you ever had your hair curled, Ten? I'll just do it by myself with a GHD and confidence. Thank you. Mm. No mobility. It looks terrible. I'd rather have a. I would rather have horrible looking hair. Obviously, I wouldn't know how that felt because mine's perfect. But um, I'd rather have horrible looking hair. Three hundred dollars. It's a lot of money. And then to wash it. I mean, look. Beck's crazy. Let's just put it out. (laughs) Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Right now, um, we're a little bit confused in the Hit 104.7 studio because despite the fact it feels like there's been campaigning beginning for the postal vote for marriage equality, we're finding out that there's a court decision to see if we're even going to be allowed to vote in the first place. Which confuses me because I thought it was definitely going ahead, considering this ads on TV about it. It's like this should have happened before the campaigning, right? Right. Um, We're joined on the line by Alice Workman, who is the Canberra Bureau Chief for BuzzFeed. Good morning, Alice. Hey, guys. Now, are we right in thinking that maybe this is (laughs) around the wrong way? What's actually happening today in the High Court? It is very confusing because the government have uh, full steam ahead. They've already started printing the ballot papers, but the High Court are going to decide this afternoon at 2.15pm whether or not this postal survey will go ahead. So there's two challenges being mounted at the moment by the Human Rights Commission and Australian Marriage Equality and they basically say, well, the government doesn't have a right to run this postal survey without passing the legislation through Parliament so they don't have a right to spend $122 million running this survey and also the Australian Bureau of Statistics who are the people that are running it, not the Electoral Commission who normally run our elections well, they're saying that the ABS also don't have the right to collect this kind of information and decide. Right. So, so it's pretty confusing it what's happening. It is so <laughs> confusing. i got two questions. My first one is yep. it's a survey, not a post, like not a vote? Are they... That's right. I don't what's know. What's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the way that... So the, the, the proposal that uh, the government took to the election was to have a plebiscite, which is when everyone would be held like a normal election. So every single person on the electoral roll would have to turn up to a polling booth and vote in uh, at a polling booth as to whether they wanted to legalise same-sex marriage. The government couldn't get the parliament to agree on that. The parliament wouldn't pass the legislation required for the spending to happen to run that kind of a plebiscite election. So instead, they kind of decided to take the backdoor route and say, well, we've got this money in this special budget that we don't need your approval and we're going to run a postal survey. But it's not a vote. 
It is a survey and it's being run by the Australian Bureau of Statistics. What's the um, what's the vibe in the corridors at Parliament House? Is there a, a feeling one way or the other where it's going to be allowed or disallowed? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Well, the judges, uh, I'm sure, as you know, judges are pretty hard to read and, yeah. and all the constitutional experts are pretty torn over, over what's going to happen because it's, it's, an, it's interpreting how, you know, you can read parliamentary bills and what the government is technically allowed to spend on. There's a vibe that... Probably the High Court this afternoon will say, yep, the Postal Survey can go ahead, which is good news for the government because they've started printing the ballots and the ballots are meant to be sent out as of next Tuesday. But there's also the potential it could be completely struck down and, you know, all the money that's already been spent, so a couple of million dollars, will all be wasted. And the campaigns that you guys are talking about, the ads that have already been running on TV and the things we've already been reading about on the internet, well, maybe that was all just a waste of time. So if it's not allowed to go ahead, is this kind of Mm. a good thing for the government because they've just got some other excuse and someone else to blame? Or will everyone get really angry that maybe they should have checked if it was legal before they went ahead with this all? <laughs> I think people will be pretty angry that, that, that they've gone ahead and, and the money's already been spent. The government seem pretty confident that they're going to win, but if they do lose, it means that, you know, nothing will happen on same-sex marriage and we're basically mm. back to square Spend one. Mm. And it means there'll they'll still, they'll still be more people calling for the government to do something. The government might decide they won't do anything to the next election. So it's really not a win for anyone if it doesn't go ahead because the issue won't go away and it'll keep kind of bubbling up until we get the next election and someone makes a decision on, on what to do next. Well, absolutely. Well, so t- is 2.15, you said, this afternoon, we'll know. Yep, that's right. 2.15 this afternoon, the High Court will make a decision. Okay, wow. we'll find out Hang more then. Uh, Alice, thank you so much for explaining that to us, the uh, Chief that's Bureau... Right, the uh, what, What's your actual title? The Bureau Chief of, of Canberra here in for BuzzFeed? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm the head of the BuzzFeed office here in Parliament House. It's, it's me sitting in a little office above the Senate, watching all this craziness unfold. Would you say with the the ABC and the Australian and stuff that the BuzzFeed office is the more fun office in the (laughs) media area of Parliament House? Look, uh, we we are known as the office that uh, explains memes um, and Game of Thrones. <laughs> so you could say that. All right, awesome. You're the best, Alice. Good on you, Thanks, Alice. Girl. Appreciate it. There you go. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. We want to know on 131060, what have you stuffed up because you were tired? Yeah, I um, put a hot coffee in my handbag and I bought a bottle of water and a coffee. Put the coffee in my bag and held the water in my hand. I was like, yep, should have been the other way. And now I've got a coffee all the way through my bag. And I actually really wanted that coffee, but yeah. I don't want to spend $9 on another coffee because I was in the airport. Yeah, well, airport pricing is ridiculous. Did you, How's the bag survived? I'm still using it. I mean, it smells. It's not real milk because it's soy. It's sort oh, of, so not as funky? Not as funky. Not great. Should buy a new <laughs> bag. Couldn't be bothered. Um, let's go to Kayleen. Abby, what did you do when you were tired? Hey guys, how are you going? Good. Thanks. What happened? That's good. So basically, um, when I get really tired, I always forget about like what I'm meant to be doing. So I was in a mad rush trying to like make lunch for myself before work, and I was putting everything back in the fridge, and I put my car keys in the fridge, <laughs> and I spent about a good hour looking for them, yeah. and I was like for work, and it was just yeah, not not a good experience. And, and if you weren't tired, you never would have done that. And then you get mad at yourself, and then you get emotional. Yeah, you're like it just never ends, like. <laughs> No, I feel you, girl. Yeah. How do you reckon the, yeah. the, the keys... What were you thinking when you put the keys in the fridge in the first place, do you reckon? Who knows? I have no idea. Like, I think they must have been, like, in my hands as I put, like, I don't know, the margarine back in the fridge yeah. or something. You just, you're not thinking. And it's like a part of your brain's yeah. missing when you're tired. How's this... Legit. Oh, one of my... I was going to say, how's this one of my friends brushed her teeth with Nair hair removal cream? 
she was just tired. She's it. got two kids and they're both yeah. really little. And she wakes up and she, you know, puts it on because she's used it the night yeah. before. Puts it straight in her mouth and goes, mm, nah. Will that just burn your gums off? Nah. I don't think so. Really? Oh, because that. Oh. Not when you just put it on for a little bit and you go, oh, oh that's not oh, toothpaste. It takes a while to spit to it out. Yeah, build up. It, yeah, how gross though. Uh, let's go to Maddie in Braidwood. Mate, what did you do? Maddie? Yeah. Yeah, g'day. Can you hear us, Matt? I was, uh, <laughs> I was at the end of a big night. I was super tired and I was like, got home and went, oh, I'm going to crash. Said goodnight to the flatmates, went into my room, put the fan on, the pedal stool fan, mm. and yep. then flicked the light switch off. And then I was like walking to the bed, tripped over the fan, thought, oh, it's there somewhere. So I picked it up yep. and I fed my fingers into the back of the fan, oh. which scunned like three fingers down to the bone oh. on the back. And uh. I just put band-aids on it and went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. Because you, you were so tired, you just dealt with the fact that you had blood everywhere. Yeah. So I just put band-aids on and went to bed. I'm too tired for this. Did you go to emergency the next day? No. Do they have to, like, re-glove your fingers? Like, what do they actually do? Like, what what was the outcome? Because that sounds awful. That was. I just pulled the skin back up and put Band-Aids on it. And oh. the scars are pretty gnarly, but, yeah, it's still good. Do you have to stitch it back on somehow? It just, it just got... Just... No, no, it was more of just scraping the skin oh, away. Right. And, oh, yes, yeah, so I just yep. sort of slid it back up. Righto. Um, on behalf of everyone in Canberra and the surrounding regions, Matt, get some bloody sleep, mate, and put a cover on the back of your fan, thanks. That would be oh unreal. God. That is unbelievable. How did he even sleep in that agony? He must have been so pretty, shattered. I was pretty tired. Bender. <laughs> get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. So, Ryan... You know how I'm your acting and talent manager, and we're talking about this Well, yesterday. I know how you tell me about it, but... Well, producer Maddie's in here too. I, I am his manager, aren't I? I oh, well, you to... claim to be, Ten. I am, and I try a little bit. Now, here's the thing. I realised after talking about managing you that no one really knows your capabilities, and maybe that's why the phone's not ringing. Right. And, like, people know, yes, you can be smart, sassy and topless, but that's not all you are. Especially that third one. I can be so topless. You can be so <laughs> bottomless as well. Anyway, I can't really be mad at people for not ringing because they don't know what you're capable of because I have not told them. Hashtag brand awareness. I've not been across that. That's on me. As manager, that's on me. So I thought, we work at a radio station. Maddie, we work at a radio station. Why wouldn't we put together an ad? to promote Ryan's abilities. Now, I did this yesterday mm -hmm. with the help of Maddie. Is it any good? <laughs> I don't know. Let's have a listen. Ryan John, model, actor, sort of, extra, proclaims to be a dancer, can <laughs> sing, and I've seen him drink a lot. So there's that. He can do anything, especially unwanted nudity. Need a voiceover artist? Ryan John. Need someone to dance at your 40th? Ryan John. Need someone to say alcohol poorly? Alcohol. Ryan John. <laughs> You're sold, right? If you want to hire Ryan John, why not call his talented, attractive and big-boobed manager, Tanya Hennessy? You can email me. I've actually forgotten the email. Oh, what's the... I don't even know the password to that, but I reckon if you DM Ryan on his Instagram, he'll tell me and then I'll get around to calling you when I could be bothered. Call <laughs> the station. I don't have the number on me, but... Ryan John. I'll have you know, you joke about dancing in a 40th. What's the <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't joking. That was like the one thing I was really pushing. What's the pub we did the trivia at on a Wednesday night? PJ O'Reilly's. I once danced for a hen's party at PJ O'Reilly's. <laughs> How much did you get paid? 
Well, exactly. Let, let if me, I was your manager, you'd get at least forty bucks. Or I would have got kicked out uh, not as quick because <laughs> I was swiftly taken <laughs> off the table and put my shirt back on and kicked out by the security guard down there. So thank you to the team. Appreciate it. Not that. with me managing you. <laughs> get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit one hundred four point seven. Seven ten sixty. What horrible date have you been on right okay, now? Okay, of course. Uh, this lady was on a <laughs> Tinder date in the UK. She said she needed to freshen up when they got back to his place. She laid the brown pipe. Um, <laughs> Why? The toilet you wouldn't. Can't say Flush. She picked it up out of the toilet, tried to throw it out the window, missed, got it stuck in the windowsill. When she climbed up the windowsill to retrieve her brown, she got stuck upside down, her dress fell over her face, and the fireman had to come and cut her out and get the poop from the sill, put it in a plastic bag and give it back to her. This is on a date, mind you. Yeah, uh, Tinder date. First date. So, dating horror stories we want to hear. Brody, what happened to you, mate? So, I was um, talking to this girl, 22-year-old, she was tall, blonde. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, anyway, so she sent me photos and and about three, four days we were talking and then she goes, oh, how about you come over to my unit? And I'm like, all right. So I went there and rang the doorbell and she came downstairs and it, she um, was a 65-year-old man. <gasps> Whoa. Are you kidding? <laughs> how, <laughs> and how old were you? Were you 22 as well or...? Yeah, yeah. And you thought, and from the pictures, it looked like a girl and it looked like a young girl and, it, like, you had no idea? Yeah, no, I had no idea. Straight she, up. Um, yeah, she's getting fake photos and... That is unbelievable. So, okay, what? talk us through what happened next. So you saw this guy. What did he say? <laughs> he goes, hey, Brody. You're like, um... Oh, yeah. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm not really here for you. I'm here for... Um, 22-year-old named Tanya. Sorry, yeah. Tanya, yeah, her name was Tanya. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Good name. And then she goes... Yeah. Using and then real she photos. Goes, yeah, and then anyway, so he goes, oh, I am Tanya. I've been sending you photos and talking to you for the last four days. Oh, God. And was he expecting you to go, oh, oh okay, cool. no problems, come on through, let me get you a cup of tea and a, and a bicky? Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what he was supposed to be getting at, yeah. But, and when you uh, just went to see you later? Off. Yeah, pretty much. I said, see ya. Yeah. Um, Brody, you're he he um, tried to message me again on Tinder. He, he tried to message me, and then I was like, oh, nah. So I blocked him and actually deactivated my account. Far Ooh. out. I wonder how many other people are uh, have hit up the same lovely young lady Yeah, <laughs> this Tanya sounds like a real jerk. Sarah, what happened to you? Okay, so I got... Was out at a pub and I picked up a guy and we, he said, let's go back to our house, or to my house. Yep. So I went back and we were getting busy in the bedroom and then there was like a bang on the door and it was his mum. <laughs> and so I was like, oh my God, how embarrassing. So he was like, I'll drop you home. Yeah. And it was, a, it was in a country town. So there, there was a dirt road out the back, which was the car park at the garage. Yep. And he said, um, the car wouldn't start. So I had to push start the car in my heels (laughs) while he was in the driver's seat. And then, like, it started and I had to do, like, the run and... The run in the heels, the run along the side when the door's open and you're trying to jump. Yeah, in the passenger... And run and hop in the passenger seat. And then he dropped me home and it was mortifying. Did you you know it was his, like, his mum's house when you went back to his place? No, it was his house. (laughs) And why did she come in? I don't know, but she she was like she banged. I can't even remember his name. She banged on the door and she's like, "Are you all right?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, Are you all right? is everything okay?" It sounds like there's a fight going on. There's some screaming. <laughs> it, yeah, it was. 
Yeah. Not, not, not good. Oh, you oh, poor thing. Sarah, I'm, I'm feeling that. Thank you for sharing and commiserations. And I, oh God, just horrific. I'm never going to a small town again. <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Right, so with the Disney news, um, Tanya gets to do a Disney news if she wants to help us out with the... What, what are you so... Jumpy? Oh, oh, why am I so jumpy? Yeah. Don't ask that. You've had spiders on my face during this segment. Of course I'm jumpy. I never know what's going on. The spider's name was Trevor. <laughs> I think it was, actually. Uh, but I've got two stories, and I want to do both of them. There's a lot of Disney news that's happened. We missed it last week. And what's going on? Um, Matt's just saying, is the thing ready? It's ready. So You're ready to go. The rule is I can only do my Disney news if I do a challenge for you, idiots. For the people of Canberra, Tanya. <sighs> Maddie? I've had several people say to me, Tanya, I just want to hear you do your Disney news. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. And I've all had several people say to me, sir, get in the van. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, we don't always do what we're told. Um, no one has asked you to get in a van. <laughs> Maddie, what are we doing here? All right, Tanya, this week, Ryan's idea... <laughs> yeah, yeah, ..is yeah, to yeah. have you... Exchange an item of clothing with him for every sentence that you say. You know Ryan's a serial nudist. He's so. always nude. <laughs> well, I didn't, he yeah. loves getting his gear off. So for every sentence or every it was paragraph, so cold on the Ryan weekend. will select an yeah, item of clothing that you guys beach. will exchange. No, I don't have an undershirt under this. This is all. Neither do I. And I haven't waxed. Neither have I. <laughs> I'm wearing a beige pair of underwear. Actually, no, I'm not. But they're really old and like you can. Kind well, it sounds of, you like know when you they get Dis- a bit see-throughy. It sounds like you hate Disney. Can I do socks and shoes included? No. Well, Ryan gets to choose. Oh what? Well, let's just start at the I start. I can do the scarf. I'll, I'll, for, for the first sentence, which I will do a scarf for a, a hoodie. Fine. Which I can be. Can I do work. this first and then I'll take the scarf? No. Nope. Oh, God's sake. No. There you go. Don't. Oh, <laughs> what a sexy neck you have. There you go. Oh, that's why you put this hoodie on. <laughs> he's never cold and he walked in with a hoodie. I was like, oh, that looks really good. And he's like, yeah, a bit cold. You're like, you're never cold. Okay. On Monday, Disney announced it was adding a new character to the live remake of Aladdin, some character called Prince Anders. Okay. Um, I'd love to hear more, but he's going to cost you. Let's just do a little shirt swap. No, because I'm too chubby. I don't want to stand here just in a bra. All right, here we go. It's no, on. I'm I'll not doing first. it. No, I'll go first. I'm not. No. Oh, it feels right. <laughs> I feel like this whole thing is just a ruse for you to get your top off. Oh, <laughs> guilty. <laughs> Hit 104.7.